No dogs. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. They said we would never be back. Uh, Nick, guess who tried to stop me from being back this week? Oh, who, who? <laughs> who, Brett? Who? Who tried to stop me? I was going to say the tree. The tree that I jumped into last week that stopped me again because uh, it has stopped me from work all this week. Uh, all the guys are giving me so much shit. They're like, did you just jump into a fucking tree on the weekend because you were bullied by a bunch of 12-year-olds? And unfortunately, the answer is yes, Nick. Yes, yes, mate. Now... You've been working. I, I've been going down there by myself, yep. uh, just right in the tracks. Man, I can't tell you how much these little kids rip on. <laughs> we, when we were there, they weren't even doing, like, the big jumps. Like, that, I saw them clear, like, a, like a I don't know, five to ten-meter jump. I don't know how big it is. It's that big one that's, like, the size of this room. It's fucking huge. And not only that, they were ju- doing the jumps and they're just blatantly ignoring me, like not even giving me any time. Like, fuck this cunt. They're like, um, who is this old pedo dork? We don't give a fuck about it. Man, him. it is so frustrating because I'm just, I'm, I'm like the nerd. I'm like, oh, hey guys. You know, and they're like, hey, hey yeah. what's up? Oh, no. You guys got any cool tassos? You get know, a, like an old fuck. Get out of here, old man, you know. Yeah. It's a bit of that. And, um, yeah, but one of them stood on the on the end of the double. Like this was so funny. Stood on the down ramp of the double. Yeah, and waited for his mate to jump. Then he jumped out of the way of him, and then his mate that's in the air tr- tried to clip him with the back wheel of the tire. <laughs> and then they had a they had a big row after that. They're like, "Fuck you, man! You shouldn't have been standing on the thing." So basically what you're saying is this little kid, oh, he was trying to psych out his friend. Yeah, yeah. Trying to psych him out on like a huge jump. <sighs> Mate, it was it was so brutal. Um, Man, so we've seen this week, you know, I've been out working my little my little tushy off in the forest, um, yes. limping around, trying to pick up these cable these power lock cables which weigh about 40 kilos, mm. and I have to throw them on my shoulder. So it's light resting on my arm and my rib. So I'm like, oh, just like an absolute coward. But I believe you've joined the injury club, Nick. Yes, yes. I fell off the bike. I tried to do a big drop. <laughs> I tried to do a drop. I uh, saw it. It was so fucking good. And then and then I, I I bruised my leg so bad. Like I really fucked it. Like it's 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 a bruise. I don't know. It's as big as I don't know a cucumber. It, it's, it's right there huge. as well. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. It's right on the inner thigh. You showed me before, and I was like, "Is this guy trying to show me his hog?" Um, yeah. But it's the it's a rank. Yeah, yeah. It's rank. Yeah, I had to so move the hog out of the way. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so you basically it looked like you're jumping off onto a like a walkway to an uh, oval onto a field. Yeah, yeah. It was so good, man. There's this field uh, near Abbotsford. And it's just got the walls increasingly gets bigger and bigger and bigger, like higher and higher and higher. So you can go, oh, yeah, I'll go the small one to to practice. Yeah. And you just go a little bit higher, a little bit higher. But, man, jumping, I've learned, it's unless you get to the real big, big, big jumps where you got to compensate for wind and all that shit, really a lot of it's in your mind. Because I've been hitting that big one that we've been – that we were trying, the one that yeah. goes over the thing. And I'm like, don't hit it too fast. Don't hit it fucking at the peak where it really sends you up. Yeah. But I did hit it quite fast and you just got to hold on. But I'm, I noticed when I did that drop one where I fell off in the video, 
that's like I'd given up before I even got to the tip. That's there was this good thing on about um, psychology and the way that people attack two things. There's two big wave riders. And yeah. There's a documentary on on them, right? Yeah, those guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And one of them, like they scan his brain or some yeah, shit. I don't know what's I going saw on. That. One yeah, of them thinks remember. about it, calculates the risk. And then goes, yes, I can do it. And the other one just doesn't think at all and he just yeah. does it. They're like, hey, jump off this diving board, which is he's never jumped off before. It was like 20 fucking metres in the air. And yeah. he goes, yeah, okay, and just does it. Yeah. So it's kind of like that psychology. And I always try and get to that. Whenever I do something stupid, I try and like not think about it, just yeah, fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. That's why yeah. I didn't tell you before when I was going to hit that jump because I was like, I've just got to do it. And if exactly. I had time to think about it, you might have said something that would throw me off and I, I didn't want to, you know. Anything you got to do that's like really crazy like that, you know, that's really needs you to commit. Like I remember when I was first dropping in on the skateboard, I was like, "That you gotta, you gotta like commit everything and just have no backup." Yeah, like you just got to go. Yep, I'm going in. The moment you hesitate, that's when you fuck yourself up. The moment yeah. you think that you, do, I mean, we're acting like we're, we've just been on the X Games all week or some shit like that. We're pros, but even the simplest thing, you just need to go 110 percent because as soon as you go 80, that's when you hurt yourself. Yeah, man. And jumping's kind of it's easier than it looks. It's it's hard, but it's only hard due to mind stuff. Yeah, because it's cause easy once you're just holding on. The, when you go, oh, I need to slow down, and no, you need yeah, to go yeah, faster. Yeah. Like yeah, the faster yeah. you go, the more you're going to clear it. You know. Like yeah. the, the second time I jumped that jump, I had less speed and I nearly didn't even get over because yeah. of the speed. So, yeah, because I braked when I hit that fucking berm. So I shouldn't have done that. So faster, better, don't think. <laughs> don't think, yeah. Don't think. You've heard it here, flash, flash dick. Go faster, go harder, and don't fucking think. Do right? not think. Not for one second, all right? That's how you get to be as successful as us by having a podcast. The funniest thing ever, though, man. Is I went there by myself, right? There was no no one else there. Oh yeah, I was just there by myself. I thought I'll just go around. It was a little bit wet, so I was like, I didn't want to ruin the jumps or anything. <laughs> and then this kid just rocks up by himself, right? Anyway, he shows me how to. I I, I he's doing the little rhythm run thing, yeah. And he shows me a different angle, right? I I ask him, I'm like, man, is this the right way to? He's ignoring me the whole fucking time. And then he goes, yeah, yeah, this is a better way to go into it. And uh, he's just like, I could just tell he was thinking, there's something fucking off about this guy, right? Just something. He was so, <laughs> he was so hesitant. And I was like, man, could you feel me? Because I always thought I was going all right around the rhythm run, right? Yeah. This little rhythm. It's a series of jumps. You know, you go around a berm. It's pretty sick. And I thought I was going pretty good. It felt like I was going fast. Man, when you look back on footage of you doing it, holy shit, it's slow. Like, I was too ashamed to post it on Flat Stick. Oh, really? It's so slow. I was like, this is terrible. Even when we did that, the jumps last week, which we fucked ourselves up with on on the first day, we were showing Nighty in the bar, us jumping that thing, and I was like, this is not a clear representation of how fast we're going, which actually brings us to the next point because we're about to have a a chat with David Walsh uh, who won the Fink in 2019 and 2020 fucking one. Yeah. And there's footage of him, which freaked me out. There's drone footage of him um, racing and it looks like he is going so fucking fast. But having known that about footage, it means he's actually going 
twice as fast as we think. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's what's scary. Oh. Because every time I f- see footage of myself, even when we're doing our um, little fucking off-road adventure that we did on the Border Bunch, yeah, yeah. everything looks slow as shit. Yeah. So man. how fucking fast are these cunts going? You oh, know? for sure, man. Yeah, yeah. You just got to pin it. Get the shot. Get Pin the it, shot. Get the shot. <laughs> Every That's time it. I'd see a camera, I'd slow down and wave, and I'd yeah. look like a grandma. <laughs> like, damn it! It's just like, oh, here comes driving Miss Daisy again. You know, fuck. Yeah, man. Um, so it was really funny though. But man, it is so hard to go down there. It is su- such a such a thing where everyone is better than you yep. at the thing, and that, I mean, I'm used to that. I'm shit at most things. I was going to say, but for them to be like 10 times better to like, I can't even do the small jumps. I think it's it's like, so humbling. It's like comedy. You know, it does. Age has no, uh, like spectrum on skill. Just because we're older than everyone there doesn't mean we're fucking better than them. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, there's some old dudes in comedy who you like, we're better than, you know what I mean? So age has no fucking bearing. So you got to just fucking swallow your pride and then even turn to those 12 year olds and go, how do you fucking do this? I know, man. And that's what I want to, I want to be like, I want to go up and ask him, but far, I, I see him like, cause even this kid, he wouldn't talk to me. And then I saw him around all of his mates the next day. He's like the rowdiest one. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking whatever. And I just want to go and ask him what the preload on my forks, like how you change that. That's what I want to do. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. oh man. looks like we've got our, our guest. Yes, our guest has just joined. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a quick chat to David Walsh. Uh, Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with the king of the fink, David Walsh. How are you, brother? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, man, the Flatstick Boys are very excited to have you. Uh, you're our first big name guest, I think, besides us. Yeah, uh, we thought we thought someone was trolling us. We thought we thought maybe you were some some uh, billionaire guy in Africa trying to uh, get us to join something. <laughs> yeah, trying to take you for all your money. Yeah, well, mate, with the jokes on you because we've fucking got none. So uh, have a look at this setup. I'm in my lounge room. Yeah, well, fuck, you wouldn't be getting much out of me either. <laughs> Yeah. Um, man, so can you tell us, through, like, what was it like? This is the second year you've run uh, one thing. There was obviously the gap because uh, of COVID. What was it like being back out on the track for the first time? Did you miss the vibe? Yeah, definitely, definitely missed uh, the event. You know, the year that it wasn't run, it was pretty sad. Um, you know, it's like Christmas and now it's spring. So, yeah, it was definitely pretty shitty that it didn't run. And then, um, yeah, it was just good to be back and see everyone, all the people out and about and, yeah, get to go racing again. Fuck yeah, that's exciting, man. Um, yeah. So... You're from Alice Springs. Like, yeah, born like, bread. Is this the biggest event ever in your life? Like, this is what you've been training for. This is everything. You know, did you grow up watching the Fink and all that kind of thing? Yeah, so I've been camping since I was two years old, watching the event. And, wow. you know, always wanted to compete in it, but never thought I'd be yeah, lucky enough to sort of be up the front battling for a win. So pretty pretty stoked to be able to, you know, have my name on that trophy along alongside some people I've watched over the years and, um yeah, really been, you know, pretty, pretty big fan of it myself. So it's good. Oh, man, that, that's just so amazing. What what kind of uh, preparation do you do for – because, like, it must must be brutal. Like, do you, do you sleep on a bed of nails? And, <laughs> like, yeah, some nights, some nights I do when – you doing, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah some, some nights I do when I piss off the missus, then you're on the <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's just a lot of bike time, uh, you know, a lot of time on the motorbike, out down the track, um, 
uh, a lot of mountain biking and some gym work and things, you know, whenever I can. So, it's, you know, you try to get as fit as you possibly can because it is, it is brutal. It's a two-hour sprint, so you've got to be, you know, fit fit enough to run for two hours straight so it's pretty now, pretty wild just before mountain biking me and nick have just recently taken up mountain biking and doing jumps have you had a similar experience to me when you were bullied by a 12 year old to hit a jump and then you ended up in a tree has it ever happened to you? <laughs> nah, look i'm pretty hopeless on a mountain bike so i ended up in the tree without the bullying so <laughs> yeah that's the problem when you start getting old you're like man i don't have good enough insurance for this shit you know <laughs> yeah not bad um, yeah, it's too hard to get insurance anyway. <laughs> there's uh, some lookers we, we love riding, love riding our, our motos. You know, look, there's nothing better. There's no better way to see the country than at 130 k's an hour. Uh, you know, over various stuff. But when you when you're racing the big, are, are you having fun or is fun time over? Then is is it all like how focused? Are you thinking about anything else? Like, yeah. Oh, your mind does slip a little, you know. You go past some camp spots where you know some people are, and you get a bit jealous for about five k's that you're not just sinking tins with boys on the sidelines. But, um, you, you know, you try and stay as focused as you can. I mean, yeah. Any any little mistake out there will catch you out at the speed you're doing. So it's now, definitely. There's a famous photo of Toby Price getting flashed by two girls. Um, did you happen to see them this? <laughs> were they there again? <laughs> There's no I, like, I don't care how fast you're going. I would be looking. Yeah, no, nah, you definitely you see where the photos have been over the last few years, and you just make sure you're going slow enough to get your you know provisional provisional vision going. <laughs> uh, oh, I was going to say I'd be having neck problems every two minutes. <laughs> now, David, um, before I mean, we'll, in a minute we'll have a look at the bike if that's possible. But we've got a few uh, questions that have come through. Uh, from the fans. I believe one of them is actually from your brother because he asked, who is better at basketball, you or Joe? <laughs> oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> yeah. You're the getting a towel up every time, Twisty. So my little brother's nickname's Twisty and we've got a bet that when he turns 18 years old, we've got to go one versus one and the winner gets a thousand bucks. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's, he's nearly taller than me now and he's, he's only just turned 14. He's nearly taller than me, so... Hopefully I'm not too banged up by the time he gets to 18 to yeah. still give him a touch-up on the basketball court. <laughs> now, first question we've got from the boys is, do you remember anything from the night of the Fink at the Cass? <laughs> very, very little, unfortunately. Why? What, have they got some shit intel on me, do they? Yeah. I, Manny, we don't know who these are coming from, but we do, but... Uh, we also got um, how many schooners did you have leading up to the the, the race week? Uh, not not a single one in the race week. Really? So I had a couple on the overnight, but that was about it down at Fink End. But yeah. Really? So you had one in the overnight? Not this year, technically. Not allowed to this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's great. You need a little bit of relief, like something to. to, to... Yeah. To just to it. settle the nerves, you know, calm you down a little bit. Far out. That must be wild, man. Uh, because out there, the culture's like heaps of drinking. Like, you'd be brutally beaten, you know, uh, in that week <laughs> before. Yeah, look, it's, that's the best part about the camping and that, I think, for everyone. They just go out and run a mark and, you know, have a yeah. bit of fun in the sand for a while with a few beers and mates. We had our mate uh, Tom Jack, who was in the Fink race this year, and I think, I reckon he probably had more schooners than he did kilometres on that bike. You know what I mean? 
looked very yeah, dusty. Yeah, no, nah, well, it's definitely gets you a bit of a thirst coming on when you, have, when you finish the event, so why not? Um, now, we got sent this question, which I actually think is a fucking sick one. If you were sponsored by VB or any beer company next year to race a stupid vehicle in the Fink, what vehicle do you think you would choose? Ooh. I think that's great. Um, I would personally race an EV Falcon if I could. Yeah. I'd ride a uh, sidecar with a mate, I reckon, like, a, oh, wow. like how they used to back in the days. I've already got a mate. He's uh, pretty keen on it anyway, so... That would probably be the, the ride I'd go. I'd, I'd ride it after swing. <laughs> I, 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 saw it, I saw it a while ago the, um, in America. You know, they've got sidecar motocross. Yeah, they still have it here in Australia. Really? Yeah, yeah. Man, how much wild. money and how much do people want to die? That's, that's, that's <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're a pretty wild setup. And considering some of the jumps and boys do on them, it's pretty insane. Yeah. Sweet. Um, now, Dave, do you reckon you could possibly give us a tour of, of your of the beast? Yeah, sure. I just had to do a bit of a clean up here because I haven't since think so. Really? <laughs> um, so here's. Uh, uh, any nudie mags in your shed either? So did you hide uh, those? No, so that's my practice bike for this year. Uh, the race bike itself has gone back to Sydney, and then this is my 2019 winning bike that. I've been lucky enough to keep, um, so it's hanging on the wall. Oh, wow. Oh, sick. That's amazing. Got that check from that year there, and then the new one that I've got to hang to eventually. So so you're on a um, KTM 450, is it? Nah, 500s. So, yeah, yeah, run the 500s in Fink. Um, just can't really beat them with their top-end speed and things down that track, so... Man, we've, uh, we've, we went on a ride with our mates and uh, a few of them had KTMs and we just saw the back of them the whole time. It was. <laughs> what do you boys ride? Uh, I've got a DR650. I've got an old Bush Pig. Yep. They're XT600. So, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, so they're just <laughs> like, when you ride them, you're like, oh, hell yeah, this thing's got a bit of bottom end because I've ridden bikes in like fucking 15 years. But then you, uh, we were against our mates in KTMs and fucking WRs. You just you just left in the dirt. You're just like, is it even legal <laughs> to put number plates on those things? Like, really? No, nah, it's, it's it should be illegal, shouldn't it? The things are that good on the dirt these days. So. Man, so did you start off in motocross and then, um, like, you know, like not to make too many, um, you know, uh, comparisons to Toby Price, but he started off doing that as well. Did, did you start off doing that then went to pink or...? Yeah, so I started off, I started racing when I was like 13 years old, a bit late to the sport, but, uh, and yeah, started the local motocross scene here in Alice, and then we used to travel to um, South Australia a lot to do some of the SA title rounds as a junior, uh, and then when we hit 16 years old, my old man sort of said, right, hey, that's enough, you can get a job and pay for it yourselves, and <laughs> really? so that's when I sort of turned my focus to think, there was a lot of uh, sponsorship opportunities for that event if you know you're doing well and help pay for yeah, the the love we have for this uh, crazy sport. Yeah, man, it's not exactly a cheap sport, is it? <laughs> nah, <laughs> uh, so I keep saying, my young fellow, I'm like, mate, I'll buy you a set of footy boots each week if you <laughs> play footy instead of motocross. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we did uh, when I was young. We did motorbikes and we did water skiing which was just so brutal on dad and always fixing a bike or a boat or something yeah it was terrible it's like man hockey something something just to stick <laughs> you know 
Yeah, something a bit easier, a bit cheaper. <laughs> Less um, and, and man, what, what, like, do you, are you still working a job on the side? Um, are you, uh, are, are, do you plan to race full time this year or something? Or <laughs> no, nah, look, this is pretty much a, a hobby for me. I'm lucky to have be sponsored by KDM and uh, a lot of other very good brands, so like Alpine Stars and things. So I'm lucky on that side, but I'm actually a carpenter, full time chippy. Uh, I just started my own business with a mate two years ago, which is yeah, Oscon. Um, so yeah, sort of the motorbike thing is is the part time thing for me. So. I'm so happy because you're like it's part time, and I've won the thing twice. <laughs> like it's just cool as shit, yeah, you know. Yeah, that is yeah. awesome, man. Like yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Like, so it's definitely a, though, a, a hobby for me still, which you know to be able to mix it up with the best in the country is pretty. Pretty awesome thing for me, considering it's uh, my, you know, my second job basically. Now we've got a question about the Baja One Thousand. Will you be competing in that again? I don't, I don't even think I said that right. But is it Baja? Nah, Baja, Baja One Thousand. Yeah. I'm dyslexic. You can't ask me to read things. Nah, it's, no, um, the Baja One Thousand. So you've competed in it before. How did you go? Do you think you'll go back? Uh, yes, I competed in 2019. I had the best time. You know, that is just heaven on earth that joint for me so yeah. um it was uh yeah definitely an experience I'd, I'd really love to do again uh the team i rode for though are no longer doing bikes at the moment which uh is disappointing and then of course with all the covid bullshit going around it's a bit hard to get over there and then come back with commitments you know with work and things you, you need too much time off which yeah. i can't really afford to have especially young family and things but um yeah that event was something I would always want to do again or uh, just get over there and do the tours or something like that because it's just insane countryside. People are amazing and, yeah, the race itself was just, yeah, you have to go there and check it out to actually believe just how insane it is, you know, the trucks and bikes and the way you pre-run and it's just always people out in the middle of the desert and, yeah, it's just insane. Fuck yeah. Man. Yeah. So amazing! Um, I just love it. Also, that you would go to a race like Baja or or the Fink, and then just get yelled by an old at by an old lady on Monday for not doing her cupboards right or something. <laughs> yeah, look this this year after getting the win again, I definitely had a because we call it shit kit Tuesday. It's like Mad Monday for the footy players, but on Tuesday we go to a local pub here restaurant and. Um, yeah, just find the worst outfits you can find and get stuck in on the piss. So I went as Hulk Hogan this year and, and I, was pretty, I was pretty dusty on the Wednesday. <laughs> Not too productive on the work side. <laughs> nah, nah, look, my, my offside, uh, he was pretty good about it. So he held down the floor for me for a couple of days and uh, just yeah, got stuck in. So, uh, yeah, what's your... What's your um... You're just going to keep working on your business. If a race comes up, you're going to do it and stuff like that. Or you, you how do you keep, how do you keep fit? Like, are you going to go? Uh, yeah, look, I'm pretty, it's a pretty good gig I've got. Um, Fink's mainly the only race that I'm contracted to do. So anything else I do after that, it's just for fun. Whatever else I want to do with mates. Yeah. Um, so normally there's six months leading up to Fink from January. I'm, you know, training my ass off as hard as I can and then the last six months of the year I sort of just kick back and relax and just go riding for fun with mates uh there's no real serious side to it and and just sort of enjoy it so you know you get your time in to relax and then come January again it's 
you're back into it as hard as you can go for another six months. Sweet, man. Amazing. Man, yeah. thank you very much for joining us, uh, Dave. We really appreciate your time. Uh, before you go, though, one final question. Holden or Ford? Uh, Holden. Oh! <laughs> Damn it, man. Damn it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, sorry. Right. We have to cut yeah. this interview, man. That'll be the last interview I do with you boys, eh? <laughs> man, thank you very much for joining us, David. We really appreciate your time. All the best for next year, and uh, we hope to see you on that podium again. No worries. Thanks, heaps, boys. Thanks, that. Don't work, mate. See you. Bye. Yeah. And we're back from our interview yeah. with David Walsh. Dude, I don't know about you, but I was actually fucking nervous. <laughs> yeah, you seemed nervous. I was shitting. I was like, uh, uh, um. And then, I, of course, the, I, I even said, Baja, fuck, I got the names uh, wrong. You got the name. I was shitting bricks. <laughs> I had all these questions written. I think I was, I think I sprayed 50 questions at the same time. I don't, yeah. yeah it's, mate. He made it. He's a champion. Oh, man. A guy so humble. Yes. Like, that guy's like a true racer. Man, you know, like not not taking anything away from the pros yeah. that do it full time, but just a dude chippy during the week, <laughs> fucking king races, on the weekend. Yeah, races the biggest race in Australia, wins it. Yeah, it's nuts, dude. Nuts. It's so cool. Just such a chill dude, such a nice guy. I do, I love that. That's his hobby, and he's yeah. a champ at it. Yeah, because hey. our hobbies. We fucking suck at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we have no actual skills during the week either. So yeah. we're, we're like a double thre- double dipshit threat, you know? Oh, it's it's just insane, man. It, that that was so great to talk to such a champion, to be able to get him on the line. Once man. again, I absolutely thought we were being trolled. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> when he re- wrote back to me, I was like, oh, fuck. This yeah, is actually yeah, happening. This is actually happening. Um, but it was, it was so great. Man. I can't. Oh, I really hope we can make it to Fink next year to just check it out. There's no way we're not. We're team Wal- We're team Walsh. We're heading down. <laughs> we'll flash our titties to him. It'll be yeah. sick. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, my titties are big enough. I reckon. <laughs> Man, he's like, did David just spew up on that bike? Is this yeah. after, after he goes past oh, us too? Yeah. You know. <laughs> now, Nick, it's our favourite segment. We're back. You are on a hot streak at the moment. You've just come from, I think, two wins. Yes. You're two and zero. Oh. Yes. I'm hating this, but we are Holden, in the segment, the, the squirt off. Are you ready for this week, Nick? Yeah, let's do it. All right, brother. Because I feel like I've got you this week. Coming in at 200 horsepower. Yeah. Four speed, 6.6 litre V8, gold steering wheel. Whoa. Gold spokes. Oh, my God. Gold dash. Yes. Gold engine plated. Like the top plate. I think that's too much. Got, no, no, no. Wait. It's too wait. much. It uh, was built to compete with the Mustang. I am talking about the 1977 Pontiac Trans Am Firebird. Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. This isn't good. Yeah, it's a good one. Because this is one of my favorite cars. Man, that's. I'm fucking so glad I've ruined it for you. It makes me even happier. Uh, uh, the 77 such a model prick. was uh, the golden it, bird on the front. The, the golden bird on the front. It's uh, it was in Smokey and the Bandit. Yes. The TV series, which I've never fucking seen Man, or care about. I forget what they called that genre because Burt Reynolds, he Burt. produced it and made it. Yeah. And that started like, I forget what they called them, like bro movies or something like that, like 70s. 
They were muscle car movies. Man, there were so many muscle there was car so, movies back so, there. After then, there was heaps, you know. But yeah, that's that's started that genre of was Burt it, Reynolds. Was it smoking the bandit about two bootleggers or some yeah, shit? Yeah, something And they like used that. to fuck. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, it's all the knows? same shit. The be- a fun fact about uh, that car is the sound of from that engine from smoking the bandit wasn't even from that car. Oh, really? Yeah, it was from a 1955 Chev. <laughs> which fucking rules. That's sick. But man, the the uh, the Firebird is fucking beautiful. It's so beautiful, man. And I tell you what, I love the eighties ones as well that are real boxy. Yeah, and look as dorky as shit. I think the I fir- do love the, those. The first was um, nineteen sixty seven. It was released, and then it kept going in production until like nineteen eighty something or other. Oh man, yeah, the Kit one, the one that Kit is based off. Oh right, yeah, yeah, that one's a really cool model as well. Fuck yeah! And there's a dude from Perth that's made Kit. Like the fucking, yeah, Knight Rider. Dude, is he like the dorkiest cunt going? Oh, man, I don't know, but it looks awesome. It's even got the little red. A part of me that just hates it. It's like there's a guy who works with me. I've got to wipe my nose. i got the COVID. He's got the COVID again, ladies and gentlemen. You know I'm not editing this out, but there's a guy I work with in the film industry who's got a lot of money because he's a gaffer. Him and his son, who's also a gaffer, rebuilt um, the DeLorean. Oh, really? Yeah. Mate. And it makes me just go, no. Well, I've got a little surprise for you later. Okay. got a little surprise. All right. What are you hitting me with this, Nick? Um, Okay. Far out, man. That's that's pretty fucking unfair. Man, you went the EB two weeks ago. You know that's unfair. You know that's going to win automatically with our fans. But I do have something that might beat it. Okay. This bike dominated... And won the most AMA titles of the American Motorcycle Association, right? A dirt track. Mm-hmm. So Harley Davidson had made the KR, right? Yeah. Which kept winning dirt track, kept winning motocross, kept winning everything, right? But then they had to bring in, they let Japanese models in and they let Norton in and everything like that, right? So they needed to make another bike to compete with it. And then they made the XR750, right? Now, this thing won the most races in the history of the American Motorcycle Association. There's a dirt track one built, and then there was also a superbike one built. Yes. Yes. And the best thing about this motorbike is it was used in motocross, but also it was used by the king. Elvis? (laughs) (laughs) Close. (laughs) It is the Elvis of extreme sports, is Evil Knievel. Yeah. He is the Elvis of extreme He is sports. the Elvis. I will wear that, yeah. And, uh, yeah, man. Is he, that what Evil Knievel used to jump? Yes, man. They're, they're, it's probably the only Harley Davidson I like. There's one in um, there's uh, in Brunswick, there's Harley Davidson Heaven or whatever, where you can look in the museum of all the old Harleys. Oh, is that only local, is it? Yeah, it's in Sydney Road. And they've got an XR750 there. Fuck yeah. And it, and it blows your mind, bro. I'm feeling like a flat stick road trip's oh, about to happen. Oh, man, it is, it is a sick bike. <laughs> Um, yeah, and man, he, he jumped, what, he made a couple of records on it. He, di- he did 129 feet over 19 cars in 1971. <laughs> Do you reckon he commits? Do you reckon he would be intimidated by those 12 year olds? I reckon Evil would have a lot on his mind. <laughs> like, he'd have wind factor and all that. Well, actually, it's the 70s, man. His bike probably weighed 400 kilos. Yeah, and he would be high as fuck off Coke. Yeah. <laughs> just not giving a shit about not anything. Not giving a fuck, just hitting it. 
Um, yeah, and uh, then he jumped, uh, what, 13 buses, then jumped 14 buses. And he had that world record for like 25 years. That was like 133 feet. Jesus So Christ. it's just insanity. Considering this bike, man, the shock absorbers on this bike, your DR would have a better shock, shock absorber. And this dude's jumping like 14 buses. And just to remind everyone that the DR is fucking awful. Yeah. <laughs> and it hurts like fuck. Yeah. But like, man, these bikes were not built like the down ramps are so big. Like you've, you've got to get everything right, you know. Fuck. Um, Did Evil Can Evil die? I can't remember. Oh, I can't. No, I don't think so. I think he just stayed alive for a bit and then Sick. died of old age. Yeah, but then uh, yeah, if um, the ramps don't get you. Time will. Eventually. So there you go, man. The XR750. Man, we got the Pontiac versus the XR. It's a real American muscle showdown. Ooh, who's going to win? American Muscle Showdown. Nobody knows. Nick, do you have time to do your Ripper of the Week or you want to leave it there for the week? Uh, I can do Ripper of the Week. Yeah, why not? I brought it with me. Or um, do you want to go straight to my favourite time? Which man, is... I would like to race Dirt Track. Really? It'd be so good. Man. The dirt Track would be pretty cool Like because they've got all hotted up Harleys and all that and they just ride them around the dirt flat. All right. But there's no jumps. I'm going to leave you... Honour your mate, Nick. We'll leave the episode. We'll save that for next week. Save it for next week? All right. such a fucking good interview. All right. Right, Now, it's in the theme and the spirit of what we've been doing. This is a uh, a mountain bike special this week, and I've dedicated this one to you. The first person on the bike jumping off is me. Okay. The next person is the cool 12-year-old that wears that motocross helmet. And the third person who hits this ramp is... The king himself, Nick Kappa. This is fucking your mate. Your mate. Two and three. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just straight oh, down. Just, a, just like a – he does like a front tumble. I saw my uncle do that once. It was hilarious, man. The best part is like he hasn't even got the helmet clipped up, yeah. so it's just a fucking flip. Jesus, what was that? Fucking hell. You see that? Yeah. Whoa. All right, we're going to put that in the group as well. That was pretty sick. That was the double. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, that's been another great episode of uh, Flat Stick. Thank you very much, David Walsh, for joining us. Um, Man, honour and privilege. Until next time, keep it flat. Stick. Stick.